T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Draymond Green. The Morning Roast with Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky is live on YouTube and Twitch right now. Time for you to like and subscribe. Man, I wanted my theme music. Where's my theme music? Punishment for me was missing the first short hour for yelling at Shasky Friday after uh, Friday morning. That was my punishment, but I'm back, baby. Shasky, great job holding it down. Look, I'm going to just jump right in. Division games aren't pretty. Division games are different. With that said, you have an offense, and I was looking this up last night because I think we do have something special here. I'm saying. Brock Purdy's playing the best football. There's not two guys on the planet playing better football than Brock Purdy. Not two guys on the planet. Running back, wide receiver, we'll see Tyreek tonight. There's not two players playing better football than Brock Purdy on the planet right now. I, I think it's Dak and Purdy in terms of best quarterbacks this year. And even I go, I lean Brock because of the head-to-head matchup. I lean head-to-head. Which is fair. And, and I'm looking Which at the fair. consistency. I'm just trying Brock, to give Dak yeah, some yeah, love. No, Dak, Dak deserves love. I do believe love. Dak right now is having a special season. No, he is. He is. And we may see him down the line. And but thank Brock you, Purdy, Dak, yesterday. They, thanks, Dak, yesterday. They rolled the Eagles. Something's not right with the Eagles. Maybe they're gas. I don't know. But something's not right with them. They don't look good. But Brock Purdy is playing better football. I think he's playing as well as any 49er quarterback since 1994. And he may be having a better season than Steve Young in 94. We'll get to the data in a second. Debo and Ayuk, you got one of the best duels in 49ers history, at least in the last 40 years. These two guys are special. Debo has an outside chance at having over 1,000 yards receiving. No, no I think he's going to get it. He I, might get it, Shasky. He's at almost 800. You got Kittle over 800. B, they've got four more games. <laughs> and they're going bird hunting. They're 3-0 no bird hunting Even right if now. I go off of 16 games, because to me, like, the dilution of the numbers and everything off 17 games, that extra game does matter, right? It like, does matter. For, for like all time, yep. go off 16 games. Right now, Purdy's on pace to break Garcia's record for passing, yeah. to have the most touchdowns in Niner history, and it looks like, to me, they're on pace to have 3,000-yard receivers. Yeah, That's it, might, it might happen. It and might happen. A 1,500-yard runner. Yeah, you may get a guy who may go for 2,000-yard all-purpose yards at Christian McCaffrey. Crazy. It's, fun. it's funny. You settle into the TV because I, I gave the tickets to Ed and her friend and Baby Chess. So I'm settling into yeah. the TV, getting ready to multi-view, and I missed the first play because I'm trying to figure everything out on YouTube. So I go to Hulu, right? I jump over to Hulu and said, what happened? How the hell? Why the hell is the crowd going crazy? I rewinded back into step man Christian McCaffrey Dude, on the ridiculous. first play of the game. His ability to slow step, stutter, and then explode through a hole at full speed, 
It's unmatched. It's unmatched. The speed that Debo has when he gets the ball in his hands. The speed that Kittle has when he gets the ball in his hands. Third and Ayuk. Ayuk makes any play. You know I what mean? I noticed <laughs> yesterday that you you brought up about Ayuk? His downfield blocking it's is so underrated. First play of the game. He, he just unbelievable job at sealing off guys that are bigger than him, yep. safeties and yep. sometimes linebackers. Yep. And and then how about his ability to, to sprint downfield to get in front of someone? I actually thought Witherspoon made a hell of a play to even yeah. stop it from being yep. a touchdown. I, I love Christian McCaffrey getting up and pointing at yes. you because like that's you, dog. Yes. That's you. This play doesn't happen yeah. unless you're not blocking downfield. You get the line play. You get Fred Warner playing all around. This feels special, Brock Purdy. But it all starts with him, Shasky. He's throwing. In stride, pinpoint spirals, spirals. And I'm thinking, what about the way he just resets his feet when he le- evades the rush out of the pocket? He evades the rush out of his pocket, and he's not quick to just run and try to get five yards. He's not going to, you know, just deke and duck it. He's keeping his eyes downfield while resetting his feet outside of the pocket and making sure that he's throwing accurately and on time. This guy throws a catchable football. I don't know if it's uh, if it's the most powerful football that's thrown in the mm-hmm. NFL. You know, Josh Allen and Justin Herbert and all these guys. But just in terms of hitting his receivers in stride, giving them the ability to get that yak, which the Niners lead in, that yak, yards after catch. We're not talking Hennessy here, folks. When he throws it on time with spirals, with accuracy, I mean – there's not a player playing better than this guy right now. And he's having, I think he's having a better year to Steve Young did in 1994. I swear, because I think the competition has been stiffer for this version of the 49ers than it was back in 94. I'm not taking anything away from 94. That's the Super Bowl team, one of the greatest teams of all time. But strength of schedule yeah. that year, the Niners beat up on a lot of bad teams. They did what they had to do. There was a one game that year. It was Dallas. Yeah. You beat Dallas to get home field advantage. This year, you had the gauntlet. On both ends of the schedule, Shasky. I mean, I just I, think about that. It's I, I'm I'm trying to soak in what you're saying right now because you know Steve won the MVP that year, and he, when you bring his name up, people are triggered. Yeah, no when you doubt. bring up Joe Montana, people are triggered. But Montana, they had 12 explosive plays yesterday. By the definition of the NFL, like they were unbelievable yesterday. Yeah. And if you give this guy an opportunity to hit someone over the top, he doesn't miss. He's sixty-four percent completion on throws over twenty yards. <laughs> this is incredible. sixty-four. He's six points higher than anyone else in the league. Uh, I mean, listen, listen to this offense yesterday, Shasky, because we're going to get to the lines eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. What Niners did, what they had to do. After a big game against Philadelphia, they wake up against Seattle, and there is no letdown whatsoever. They go out and win and cover the spread. But this offense yesterday, Shasky, Give it to me. averaged 9.9 yards per play yesterday. That marks the highest average yards per play in a single game since they had 9.9 against the Bills back in 2012, and they beat the Bills 45-3. to 2012! 9.9 yards a play. They registered 527 total yards. So they did whatever they wanted to do. Sure, was there, was there some hairy moments? Absolutely. Was there some stutters along the way? Absolutely. But they won that game going away. You see, you saw all the explosives on this play. So it's Purdy spreading the ball around. It's how you doing this thing going over 1,000 for the second consecutive season. There's Debo Samuel who has five touchdowns in two games. There's George Kittle. Hey, remember me at tight end? And then you got Christian McCaffrey. There's an embarrassment of riches and we need to soak this in because this offense is not slowing down whatsoever in the month of December. You know, I, there's an extra game. So, again, it's going to dilute yep. some of the numbers. This has a chance to be the most prolific offense in 49er history by the nat- the numbers, the right. data. The, the two best offenses in 49er history, 98-93, 6,800 yards, 61 touchdowns. Wow. And they're on pace to tie that in terms of touchdowns right now, 61 touchdowns. And to, to get close to 7,000 yards 
all purpose. They're going to get the most first downs they've ever had. They're going to have the most explosive plays, wow. and they're going to average the most points they've ever had. Like that's that's what you're looking at right now. Now again, they get an extra game, so it's going to dilute it just a little. But you're looking at one of the most explosive Niner offenses of all time. I believe it. With a guy in his first full season. That's the thing I'm having a hard time wrapping myself around. Steve Young was in his 30s when he put together that MVP season. <laughs> now, he, he was a, a yeah. quote-unquote newer starter, right. but he was seasoned. Right. He had been there for multiple years. He had the, the trials and tribulations of losing in the yep. playoffs. Yep. Brock Purdy has played one full season. I mean, B, outside of Buster Posey's first full season as a big leaguer, is there any player you could think of who hit the ground running, even Bosa's rookie year, yeah, doesn't come say, close to I was going to say Bosa. I was going to say but Bosa, but this like, is the quarterback. That's what I'm this saying. This is the quarterback. When he's touching the ball every single play. Now, Steph's rookie year was marred by some injuries. He had a late push. A lot of people don't remember his rookie year. The, Brock, the Buster Posey comparison this time around, when it comes to rookie seasons, the biggest impact – Buster had I mean, the three-month stretch. It's Brock, it's Brock Purdy right? by a long shot. When I'm, I, I swear to God, Shaska, I'm watching this game, and I'm thinking to myself in the third quarter, and I'm in awe of some of the passes yeah, yeah. he's making yesterday, just on time, in rhythm. The play to Debo Samuel, Greg Olson's on the broadcast. I don't know if you watched the broadcast version back in, but Greg I Olson's did. on the broadcast, and look at Debo's just got out there jogging, jogging. Purdy puts it out there, and did you see his second-gear speed? And Purdy just knew. I'm sitting there watching. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I said, I think we're watching a future statue guy in Brock Purdy. It feels like we're watching really? a future statue guy. You're ready to no, say that? Wow. Well, I don't know why I'm ready. No, no, no. no, no. no it's his first full season. And I'm looking. I'm saying, how is he going to How is he going to regress in this offense with these weapons? He's not. Well, like he's not. He left some stuff on the table yesterday, I, I and he still threw for over 300 I, yards. I, I he still had the touchdown passes. And I'm thinking to myself. I might be watching a future statue guy. I mean, Bonte, when, when you're sitting, in, I sit in the end zone like you sit in the end zone, and you're watching, and I'll say, like, got him. Like, that means he's got a guy with a step or two, right? When I say got him, he always gets him. He always, he gets always hits that guy. <laughs> like yesterday, the George Kittle play, you could see it developing, and I was like, he's got him. And before yep. I could even say it, he's already ripping it, and it's, it's slowly layered over the linebackers, right. over the safety. On the play with Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk's coming across. Yep. There was a check down. Yep. He didn't want the check he down. He doesn't want him. He allowed Ayuk to get open a little more and then threw the ball just in front of Brandon Ayuk to where the safety couldn't even make a play on it. I don't think people realize rolling to your left, resetting yeah. your feet, yep. and throwing that ball on the throw the way he did on the line, the way he did with Ayuk moving, the degree of difficulty is through the roof. Now, now the benefit of being at home is you can replay the, replay that play yeah, yeah. over and over and over. And I just wanted to see how Brock Purdy reset his feet. It's beautiful. I, it, was it was like was a just, shortstop. Right, it was like a shortstop. He rolled out, rolled out. Yep. He's looking downfield. Oh, I have time. I have patience. There's a calmness to him in the pocket where, look, I don't want to get on Jimmy Garoppolo, but I think we could all agree. With Jimmy G, at times it just felt like the play was just rushed. It felt like there was just panic in the pocket. Like, if I don't get it out in three <laughs> seconds, then I got to get rid of it somehow. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know how many plays we saw where it's like, oh, uh, uh, uh. There's no extensions of the play. With Brock Purdy, it's like, okay, well, 1,001, 1,002, 1,003. Wait, it's not there. Let me roll out a little bit. Let me see if I can find something. Yeah. And he's just 
total he's, he's got the total patience he's got the patience of a shortstop like you said when it plays in a hole and he's getting the ball and out of his glove the hips. and he flips the hips i'm like this guy is so patient so it felt like at times i'm like wow this guy's gonna be a good one for a long time well, when you have those traits this young in your career this early in your career there's no going back he sees the field there was a play he could have ran for a first down but wagner's out on the edge it's third and like three third and four they're in the red zone and he runs out to allow the the linebacker to come yep. up to him and then he looks back to the middle of the field and then bang hits Debo should have been a touchdown right, on the Debo play yep. and Debo plows three or four guys and then Shanahan thankfully gives Debo the little end around play and he gets that touchdown right there but like you either have that or you don't his feel for the game is unbelievable and I down. thought the offensive line didn't give him a lot of time on the Debo bomb he had great he had a great right. platform to throw off of outside of that I thought he was hurried a lot Feliciano didn't have his best game yesterday. What? Why wasn't Burford, Burford playing? They, Burford was out with the injury. He was deemed out. I think it was a knee, if I'm not mistaken, before okay. the game. But he, I got the alert okay. before the game. Like, you know, when they showed you yeah, that. Yeah, I'm walking like, in and Burford's like, not gonna, true luck starting. Because Burford played well last week in Philly. He did. He played well. So I think there's – Burford is a little better than Feliciano because Greg Olson was diagramming it. They were on his studs, mm-hmm. loops to Feliciano's side there. So you missed him. And, look, some of these injuries, Hargrave today's not the day to freak out over, but Armstead, Hargrave, Charvarius Ward. There's some things you got to fix here. You know who I haven't brought up in the first, you know, hour and a half? I thought Javon Kinlaw had a really good game. Javon Kinlaw's played some no, good no, like, ball. Like, like, I, look, I we crushed this guy for multiple years. And, and at times he's deserved it. But when you play well, you also deserve praise. And I think that Javon Kinlaw's looked really good. No, he has. And I thought uh, Cleveland Farrell made plays. Cleveland Farrell's in the back. I thought Randy containing. Gregory made yep, a play. No doubt. Uh, you know, these other guys, Chase made a play. Nah, he was good. He was good. Kinlaw Kinlaw deserves his love. This offense, though, Shasky, to me, I've been waiting for the offense to catch up to the defense or to shed ahead. And this is the year, finally. We always discuss this. Can the offense pick up the defense at any point in time? Well, the defense gave up 16 points yesterday. I'll live with that. Every single week, you give up 16 points, you're going to give your chance a team a chance to win, especially with this offense. The only thing that it was frustrating from the defensive point of view is that they gave up some wide-open throws right. that, to me, there was just some blown coverages. Like the, the Noah Fant play, he's wide open. You can't have that. You can't have and, that. and there was a couple of locked The screen play ones. was just a beautiful design. That was beautiful by Shea Walder. Well, that was what the Niners ran against them up in Seattle two years ago. Yeah, no, that was beautiful. Or the Thursday night game ago. last yes. year. Yeah, yeah. Thursday the double night screen the double to the screen wide to open the tight end yep. in the middle. No, it was and it was perfectly timed. Yep. They also threw, I thought, uh Kenneth Walker had one of the great runs. It looked like a punt return right. where he shifted field multiple times yep. and we just missed five or six tackles. They, they had their they had their moments. Seattle was gonna be desperate. This was a desperation game for them. They've lost three straight. Now they fall below five hundred. They've lost four straight, six and seven, mm. lost their fifth straight to the 49ers. So I expected the game to be ugly at times. It's divisional games. Divisional games so Times were just a little different. I agree with that. Seattle was going to come differently. They were going to come with a little more urgency. And they had three urgency, extra days of rest. Right? Three extra days of rest and a little more urgency after what happened on Thanksgiving night. But this offense, Jasky, I can't get over it. Brock Purdy, 368 passing guards. Purdy Ayuk goes for 126 in the pass game. Devo Samuel gets another seven for 149. Christian McCaffrey with 145 rushing yards. The 49ers became the first team to have at least one player with 300 or more passing yards. Two players with 100 or more receiving yards <laughs> and one player with 100 or more rushing yards in the same game since the Ravens did it back in 2002. It also marked the first time this team has accomplished that feat in a single game since that Buffalo game I referenced earlier when they beat the Bills 45-3 to in 2012. And Alex Smith had over 300 passing yards. Vernon Davis had 100. 
Michael Crabtree had 100 and Frank Gore had 100 rushing yards, but it didn't look like this. It didn't look like this. Look around the league right now at all the young quarterbacks, and you see a lot of up and down, and they don't have teams as good as the Niners, but you have to make the most of your situation. Trevor Lawrence has been up and down. You know, even C.J. Stroud had a tough game, and he got yeah. knocked up in that game yesterday. Uh, Russell Wilson up and down. You know what I mean? Throughout, He's a Hall of Famer. Mahomes crying and whining. Crying and whining, and he's an all-time legend. You know, Herbert hasn't looked great this year. There are some quarterbacks around the league that haven't looked good. This guy has looked phenomenal outside of a couple of fourth quarters. Yep. Five-quarter stretch. That's that's how that's how critical we are of this guy's play. He's been brilliant. He's been brilliant. 3,553 passing yards, 25 touchdown passes, seven interceptions. Let's go to the Lions, man. It's your show, not our show, on a Monday, a victory Monday, that is, on the morning roast, 888-957-9570. Let's go to Joel in San Jose. Joel, what's happening? You're on the rush. I mean, you're on the roast. It is nothing better than a win Monday. Welcome, Bonte, to the show. This team is incredible. It's probably my favorite team in the last 30 years. 94, we'll give them that. There's difference makers at every freaking level. We can go all up and down the roster. We can all, we all know about it. <clears throat> for me, the difference maker on this team for the culture and the way we play football is Debo freaking Samuel. Mm. In the first quarter of that terrible Cleveland game, he goes out with the shoulder. And then for the next three days, three weeks, we get a little weird. We get a little off track. We hit the bye. And Debo comes back, and then we just start punching people in the mouth. He brings the physicality. He walks out in the tunnel. He's got the boombox. He's dancing. He's creating culture. And when he gets on the field, he makes you feel the pain. You do not tackle Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel tackles you. <laughs> you almost nailed it. You almost nailed it, Joel. He was so close. But, but he was so close. You see Brendan Ayuk there, six catches on nine targets, 21 yards a catch for Brendan Ayuk. But Debo Samuel. And it's a great reminder of what this guy is. He's an all-time 49er. And when you pair remember we had the deep philosophical uh philosophical conversation back in training camp. Remember we went we did a deep dive on Brendan Ayuk and Debo Samuel and what they could present to a defense and what they present for this football team. And they're both different. They're both different. Debo Samuel, whatever position you want to label him as, I just call him a playmaker because a guy knows how to make plays. Yes. His hands have gotten better, Sasky. He catches a lot with his hands and not his chest. Yes. And then to run after the catch. Like, I don't know what his 40 time is, but whenever he gets the ball in his hands and he gets ahead of steam, it's rare and he gets caught from behind. It's a the Jerry like Jerry Rice like quality where he doesn't get caught from behind, right. but he's so much more physical than Jerry was on those plays. But you know, like forever, Jerry's like, I didn't run the fastest forty, but right. nobody caught me from behind. Nobody caught him from behind. I mean, he's unbelievable. B, he's got four receiving touchdowns this year. He's got five rushing touchdowns this year. <laughs> he's got nine hundred yards from scrimmage. 900. He he basically missed three games. He's had a really good bounce-back season. He's got four more games to go. I mean, you're looking at a guy who's going to have double-digit touchdowns again. And he looks faster. He feels faster. I wonder if Debo feels like he's faster. Here's Debo Samuel after the game. I wouldn't say I'm faster. It's just like um, when I'm... I wouldn't say I'm faster. It's just like uh, when I'm on the, in the open field, I think I just got another gear that uh, people haven't seen. So they're like, yo, Debo, I ain't no use that fast, but really can move. No, he can't move. He can't move. And then you get Ayuk on the other side. But it's it's about Brock. It all starts with him. You need a quarterback, and I don't want to hear this, oh, man, he has all these weapons. Well, you know what? Peyton Manning had all those weapons, and he got one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. All right? He had Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, uh, uh, who was the tight end, Dallas Clark. He had uh, Brandon Stokely in his slot. He had Joseph Adai or Edgerry James. Nobody complained. Nobody complained. What did we do? 
We gave Peyton Manning MVPs. Dominic Rhodes. Dominic Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> so what's bad in that Super Bowl? What bad? But seriously, we never made excuses for Peyton. No. We don't make excuses for Kurt Warner. We didn't make excuses for Steve Young or Joe Montana. Let's stop making excuses well, for Brock Purdy. And we're He's act- doing what he needs to do with these weapons. Well, we're acting like like Jalen Hurts isn't throwing to Devontae and A.J. Brown. I know. With Dallas Carter. I mean, come <laughs> on. Like, like, yeah, every guy has playmakers. Now, he might have a couple more than others, but that's how teams choose to allocate their funds. And, and when the time comes, one day down the line, we'll figure out the financial component with Brock, and we'll see what the what the roster is. I don't know if anyone picked up on this. There was a subtle Ian Rappaport yeah. tweet that went out in the morning. Yep. The salary cap is going to go up by at least $18 million next year. Right. That helps. Uh, yeah. That helps. Yeah, that helps a lot. <laughs> and the Niners are going to be uh, the benefactor of that. So let's just say, two years from now, if it goes up at the current rate, you're looking at an extra $40 million from today's day, at minimum, of what the salary cap's going to go up to. Yep. Stop worrying about trading people away. The Niners have been very frugal and very good with comes to allocating their money over the last two seasons. They're going to be fine. They're going to be are fine. Are you talking about in terms of just – Resigning Ayuk and resigning Chase Young. If they want Brendan Ayuk, Brendan Ayuk is going to be a nine for a long saying. time. Look, look, we don't need to be in a hurry to trade this guy and say, "Oh, we need to pick and choose." I never got that conversation yes. over the last two years about picking and choosing between Debo and Ayuk. Oh, we always talked. Yes. I was like, "Why not just keep it both?" Yes. Don't you want more playmakers? At minimum, <laughs> at minimum, and I know Seattle's somewhere going like, "I can't wait till they pay Brock pretty." At minimum, you can't give him anything for three years. Yeah, no doubt. It's not hitting your books. No. So everyone needs to take a deep breath. We're fine financially. Fine. They're always good. And by the way, B, I don't know if you're paying attention to this, but you look up, and I know he didn't have the greatest game yesterday. He did have a couple of pass deflections and a really big hit in the backfield. Nick Bosa is going to get double digit sacks again this year, and he it's may, been a he may get down it. year. He may get it this Sunday. I. He may get it this Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals wow. in a down year. But you know what? You know what's so good about Bosa, though? You can see that he's saving his best for last. 100%. He's got some juice now. I thought he was in the backfield. There's a, uh, one play where actually Drew Locke scrambled up, climbed up in the pocket, and ran for it, and, and Drake Greenlaw came in and gave him the old woo-wap. But uh, Bosa, Bosa was in the backfield uh, a lot. I honestly thought it was his best game of the season. Really? Yeah. Without I, a sack. That, without, Bosa was in that backfield every single play. And then, then Greg Olson, the broadcast version, once you do that, the broadcast version shows that Bosa at times is lining up at D-tackle. Yeah, he's lining up in the A gap. Yeah, he was lined up inside. He was playing the loopy games. He was playing. He was running some stunts. I thought that was Bosa's best game. Ninety-seven was in the backfield, damn near every play. And now, did you notice Kevin Givens has been solid? Solid, very solid. I mean, I I, I look at these D tackles. I'm like, stop overpaying in free agency for D tackles. You can get a guy like the, uh, Kevin Givens, right. who's giving you great production. No doubt. And, and you know what? Let Armstead rest. If you could buy I'm rest for one more with week. You on that. Let's do it. Did you see Mook Dog wearing his 91 jersey to the stadium? I did see that. Mook Dog loves Eric Armstead. That video that they posted last year, uh, last week, when Armstead was going to get nominated for Men of the Year, the Walter Payne Men of the Year, you saw Kinlaw damn near choking up. That's his guy. He's helped Kinlaw in a lot of ways, be a mature human being, being a better guy in the community. Who knows, man? Maybe you see... Resign uh, Kidloff from the low. Seeing Charlie, get a War- discount. Seeing Charlie Warner out there uh, yesterday, I was like, flipped to the offensive side. I want Zach Ertz. I hope they go get Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz might be coming. I want him. Why wouldn't Zach Don't Ertz? You? 
Why wouldn't Zach Ertz want to come here and finish his career where it all started? We've been at waiting. home. We've been waiting for, for a second, second tight end. We had Jordan Reed, who was hurt week one, and then Kittle got hurt, and then Reed came back, and Kittle was out. We haven't had two legitimate wide receiver receiver uh, tight end receiving options right. in forever. For a, it's been a long time since Delaney Walker, Vernon Davis, Vernon Davis, and then who's that before that? Who's our boy uh, on 49ers access? JB, uh, oh, JB Williams, JB Williams. Well, we had Eric AD. Johnson in between. Yeah. Them. <laughs> Eric Johnson. Jamie Williams, Brent Jones. His biggest Not bad catch, anybody. Eric Johnson's biggest catch was off the field. You don't know Jessica no, Simpson? No, I, I, I do. I was... Spadoni I looked at me crazy. You gotta Google it. He married Jessica Simpson. Yeah. No, Jesse Wade, 199. Can we please... Nick Lachey, I thought. <laughs> Nick Lachey at first? At first. At first. He, he made a bounce back. He's doing something. Uh, Jesse Wade, one ninety nine. Can we bring back Howard, the Eagles guy, please? Howard, that's good. Now we're gonna let them chill I for a couple weeks. I enjoyed that game so much. Let them chill for a couple. Cowboys, weeks. I've never rooted for the Cowboys, navy, white, silver, whatever the hell their colors are. I was rooting for no. them. Ceedee Lamb drops that ball to start the third quarter. I'm going, oh no, oh no. And then Dak wants to give it away on that strip sack. I'm like. What are they doing? I need them to win this game. Thankfully, they did end up winning right. that game. I thought they were going to win. Yeah, 24-6. They were up very You didn't have a little pause? Nah, nah. Not, not yesterday. Eagles, didn't look, Eagles did not look First right. First time in NFL history, yeah, 59 I, or more yards yeah, twice. I, I, I went against them in fantasy football, so I may be out of a couple playoff spots because of that kicker. Nah, I ended up playing them in three matchups yesterday. How did I play against Aubrey in the last week of the season? So uh, let's go to Jason to San Jose. Jason, what's happening? Hey guys, I just want to say thank you for taking my call. Um, I know the Niners did great and um, they've done well all year. Uh, just a little worried about Brandon and you. Want to uh, want to get your guys' take on it? And are you guys worried about the uh, Cardinals this Sunday for a trap game? Because I know they had a bye week, and I know in, in the past. Why are you worried that, about Ayuk first? Why are you worried about Ayuk? Because he fumbled the ball. Well, that he was just a really ball. nice play by Julian Love, I thought. And then he he bounced back and made a play after yeah. that. Like, McCaffrey's fumbled this year inside the five-yard line. Things yeah. happen. And Debo's fumbled right. at times. Like, right. they've had, like, I thought the bigger one was the miscommunication. I don't know what happened. Purdy steps up in the pocket, the interception. He steps up, and I thought he had a window to throw to Ayuk, but he kind of like pump hesitated. And then I don't know if he expected Ayuk to keep coming or for Ayuk was supposed to sit down. Right. I'm not sure what happened. But that one off of Ayuk's hands, that can't happen. You can't turn the ball over in the middle of the field that way. Is he gone? Yeah, I guess he's right, gone. Right, the Ayuk gone. strip, I'm not worried about all that yeah, happens. It, that happens. Let's go to uh, And did you see Steve Wilkes on the sideline tell him we'll get it back? We'll for get you. it back. And yeah, they now did. Steve Wilkes is just chilling. That defense is Fretwater. Hey. By the way, Fretwater. You see him trying to get that pick at the end? Of course. I mean, Fretwater is everywhere. Sideline to sideline. I don't know if you saw him blow up that screen. That was awesome. Where he just hit behind yes. the lineman and just yes. nice through. Yes. I mean, Fred Warner's playing it. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that was a vic- to me, that was one of the more pleasing victories of the season. I'm with because you on that. A divisional opponent, a desperate Seattle team with Pete Carroll, and it was the Niners who ran the fake. Well, I don't know if it, which Wisnowski got the green light for that. But it was a beautiful design, went, even though it didn't, didn't count. He went 20 miles per hour on that run. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. Kyle Shanahan said it. Listen to this. <laughs> 
My bad. I tried to set it up. My bad. I thought you were looking at me. Uh, and here, I'll play. Would, I'll play. That was Ayuk and Purdy miscommunicating yeah. on the pass right there. Uh, I don't really management. know what happened on it. He, I think he just hesitated a little bit. I haven't got to talk to him personally. I, I don't know if he thought it was going to get blocked or if he bobbled the snap a hair or he just had a glitch, but it was a good one because when he paused and stuff and saw the edge, it was obviously a clean look, and he didn't hesitate for it, and I was just told he hit um, over 20 miles per hour on it, so that's real cool. I know Ronnie felt bad about it, but um, wish we could have avoided that. Shanahan with some jokey jokes. That's how you know he's feeling good. By the way, Brock Purdy, this last five games, Shasky. Huh. Now, again, he doesn't know what passer rating is, so I'm going to fall behind Brock Purdy in terms of passer rating, but it's 136. He's thrown for 1,520 yards, 13, t- 13 touchdown passes, two interceptions in the five games coming off the bye week. Think about that. 1,500 yards, 1,520. It's crazy. 13 touchdown passes, two interceptions coming off the bye. Yeah, he's looked phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, the completion percentage, 73%. He's completing uh, passes out there at a 73% clip. He's averaging 11.3 yards per attempt. I mean, that's I, these are... These are not just MVP numbers. He's playing at a Hall of Fame level right now. I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer or whatnot, but this is the type of plays. Like, when you watch Mahomes, there's a calmness, right? You watch, well, not Josh Allen so much because he's throwing a pick every game. He, he can't he can't help himself. He's carrying that team. Though. But when you look at the top quarterbacks year in and year out, and what separates them? The calmness in the pocket, the way they extend plays, looking downfield, taking advantage of the deep shots, being accurate, throwing spiral, all this stuff. He's doing it. Yeah. He's doing it. Like this guy yesterday, I, I, I don't even know. You got the Tampa Bay game. You got the Arizona game. You got the Philly game. He just continues to play his best football at the right time. And he's doing it on the stages here where you want to win the MVP awards. You want individual accolades or you get it done during his time. And he's done that since the first five weeks, since the bye week, Shasky. He's unflappable. Like, that's the number one thing for me. The, the guy, the pocket was collapsing. He had to scramble. He had to climb up. And he got a couple of sacks early. Felt like, they, you know, they, they were on some of their short yardage stuff, like these little in routes. Uh, he almost got Kittle killed early on. And then, boom, oh, you're going to give me some over the top? Right. None of the stuff that I've done earlier matters. I'm just going to hit this dude in right. stride. In stride. He's just he's in stride. Shasky. The throw to Debo was unbelievable. <laughs> was it, it was a Debo drag route. Break, he didn't break stride at all. I know, at all. He didn't slow down one step. And think about the window he had to throw that in. There's a free safety I over know. the top. There's somebody underneath, and he hits Debo in stride for an easy. And it was perfect. Debo's talking about it and said, "I'm not sure if I'm running full speed or not." So not only that, you frustrate DK Metcalf. You get him kicked out the game, and, I, and you got to go back and watch, issue? dude. You got to go back and watch it because Greg Olson goes, "You know, DK is one of those guys." Where things aren't going his way and he's losing, you know, he kind of loses it a little bit. Did you hear what Fred Warner said to him? <laughs> no. Oh, Fred Warner said this to DK Metcalf. Listen to Fred here. Yeah, I don't know what happened, man. He I told him he, he he tackles really well, and then for some reason he didn't like that. And you know, I guess what happened happened, and it's unfortunate, man. He got to learn to keep his composure. But happy we came out with the dub. He tackles well. <laughs> he tackles well. And he didn't like it. And Greg Olsen goes, you know, when things aren't going this way, he throws well, little tantrums. I mean, Charverius Ward on one of the first plays of the game, I thought he should have had a pick. Should have. They threw one up, and, and he makes a great play. Second play, they throw to DK short, and then Ward, I'm watching him. I go, uh-oh, uh-oh. He pointed at his groin and just, like, limped off the field. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. And I thought Drew Locke threw a gorgeous back shoulder laser to DK that DK got his beautiful footwork in. But after that, 
Nothing from DK. Here, here's DK's uh, thoughts on the scuffle. I heard DK earlier. Here's DK oh, Metcalf on, on what happened there at the end of the game where he got ejected alongside Diamador Lenore. You want to call it frustration? Yes, yeah, it was frustration. But, you know, from my side, he hit me in the back of the head. So I just retaliated. I mean, that. you believe he still had the ball when you tackled him the first time, right? I'm sorry. You what? thought he still had the ball when you tackled him the first time? Yeah. Like before he allowed him? Yeah. yeah. And that was, that's why you threw him to the ground. And he retaliated. In your mind, he retaliated. He hit you first after you threw him to the ground. I'm sorry. What are you asking? I'm asking. In your mind, that wasn't an illegal hit because you thought he had the ball. In my mind, when I see a pick, I turn into a right. defensive player. Right. I mean, defensive right. players don't get mad when they tackle me and suplex me like that. So, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was making a tackle for my team. I love the Niners are known for their suplexes. I mean, is any other team in the NFL known for suplexes more? Drake Greenlaw laid a couple. Yeah, I know. Drew Locke, be careful around Drake Greenlaw. He got thrown so hard to the ground. Bosa almost got that sack on that play. And he comes scrambling out to the right. And here comes Drake Greenlaw. And he just puts him down. Drake Greenlaw also almost knocked himself out. Yeah, I know. I know. Drake Greenlaw's out of control. I love it. And man. I love every. I love. I, love I would that, take man. it away from you. Need a nasty guy like that on defense, but I just can't get over this offense. Because again, I'm looking at the Niners or '94, and I thought this coming into the season, maybe we'll have the best offense since '98. I think this offense blows away the '98 offense, but even the '94 offense, which they're more it, balanced. They're to more me. balanced, probably, but. They had one 1,000-yard receiver, and that was Jerry Rice. He had 1,500 yards receiving. <laughs> Just 1,500. Just 1,500. Ricky Waters, surprisingly, didn't rush for 1,000 yards. He had 877. 877. Only averaged 3.7 yards a carry. This is the 94 team. Mm -hmm. Nine, uh, 3.7 yards per carry. But he also had 719 yards receiving. <laughs> Just that. Just that. So he had over 1,500 yards, all-purpose yards. So who's the second leader rusher, Amp Lee or Derek Lavelle? Uh, that year was William Floyd. Oh, William Floyd. William Floyd, 305. Mark Logan, 143. Mark Remember Logan, Mark Logan, number 43, number 43 yeah. with the kick returns. Mark Logan, the uh, big shoulder pads. Yep, huge shoulder pads. Huge. So, yeah, 1,000-yard receiver. Logan. The second most uh, on this team Brent was Jones. Brent Jones with 670. John mm -hmm. Taylor, third with 531. So, when you look at this team, you may have three 1,000-yard receivers. That's what I'm saying. You may have three of them. Not one, but three. And, and you have the the leading rusher in the NFL. How many times has that happened? Not, I, I bet that's never happened in the NFL. I bet you if were... you have the leading rusher in the league and multiple 1,000-yard uh, receivers. Right. That That's insane, right? Now, Steve Young that year was just shy of 4,000 yards. He was 31 yards shy, <clears throat> pardon me, of 31 yards. What do you go, 36 30, and 8? 4,000 yards. 36 and 8 that year? Yeah. 30, 36 touchdowns, yep, 8 interceptions? Yep, yep, yep. yep. So that's the all time 35, 35, 35 and 10, okay. 35 and 10. So 35 touchdown passes, 10 interceptions through for 3,969 yards. So do you guys want to hear the 2000? So I think this is a good comp. The greatest show on turf. Give it to me. That season, the 2000, when they ended up beating the yeah. uh, Titans in the Super yeah. Bowl. Kurt Warner, uh, 3,400 passing yards. So Purdy already has more. Uh, Marshall Falk. 1,300 uh, rushing yards. Which means McCaffrey, one more game. He'll get over that. He's got 1177 right now. Isaac Bruce. 1,400. Oh, that's where Ayuk's on target for. Torrey Holt, 1,600. Woo! Wow. That's where that's the difference. But see, well, we split those up but between we'll Kittle. We, yeah. yeah, we split that up with Kittle and Debo. Well, they're tied in. Who was their tied in that year? Roland Williams? Yeah, Roland, Roland the former Raider. Yeah, Roland. 11 catches for 102 yards. Yeah, they did throw it to the tight yeah. end at all. And how many, how many receiving yards for Marshall Falk? I'm just looking at his rushing stats. I can get that in a sec. Yeah. Yeah, and it as Hakeem. Uh, yeah, Azakim. Azakim was uh, also Was it Ricky there. Prohl? Ricky Prohl was it, yeah. their fourth wide receiver. 
But you have Ayuk with 1,053. You have George Kittle with 811. You have Devo Samuel with 739. And Devo Samuel basically missed three games. He's going to get 1,000. You may have three 1,000-yard receivers. Like, that's insane. I know. And then the 1,500-yard rusher in Christian McCaffrey. The, the I, and a 4,000-yard passer. When I used to do it back-to-back years on this team is very important because the last time that happened, it's only happened five times in Niner history, back-to-back 1,000-yard receiving. Yep. Uh, Jerry Rice did it 11 straight times. Just, just, just eleven. Just for times. a sec, eighty-six to ninety-six, <laughs> eleven straight thousand-yard seasons. We got bored with his greatness. And by the way, it's also with a straight short season in eighty-seven. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't think people realize it. Eleven straight. Kittle did it, uh, and then obviously Anquan Bolden's the last wide receiver to do it. Yep. I mean, this is this is we finally have an offense that can carry the defense on a bad day. We finally have that offense, folks. You have to score at least 24 to be in a conversation to try to win a football game with the 49ers. You score 16, that's an automatic L. It is. Like, uh, you have to score at least 24 to beat this football team moving forward. All right, let's go to uh, Roger in New York City. Roger, what's happening? What's You're up, Raj? How we doing, guys? How we doing? Good, uh, man. Good. I'm watching the best, best Niner team I, I can remember in a long time. That's what it, fe- it feels like. They got to go out and do it, but, God, it feels like the best team in them forever. Oh, I agree. I, I agree, definitely. Um, I want to say you guys are the best radio show on air. You, you guys' energy is so infectious. It's just ridiculous. Thank you. But um, but I, what I want to say is, like, the national media. Like, I know Super Bowl is the goal, right? But the national media and this asphyxiation they have with, like, Dak Prescott and Tyreek Hill and their stats this year. You look at Purdy's stats. He has a hundred less pass attempts than Dak Prescott. <laughs> it's crazy. And better numbers overall. Yes. <laughs> with insane. with a bottom ten O line, if we're being honest, yeah. you know. And it's just it's it's sad. And as far as Tyreek goes, he's having a great year. But CMC's on on pace for over two two thousand scrimmage yards, and he already has seventeen touchdowns compared to twelve for Tyreek. I mean, he's got eleven hundred seventy seven rushing, four hundred receiving. He's at 16-plus right now, where Tyreek's at 1481. Like, give us some credit. Like, give our guys some credit. This offense, like you guys said, is just ridiculous. Thanks for my call. I love you guys. Give the great work. All right. Thanks, Roger. All the way out there in New York City. He said a lot of good stuff there. It is is insane. It's the Niners, by the way. They have the number one seed right now. And we'll get into that in a second because I heard a conversation about it earlier today about keeping the number one seed. I want the one seed. Worry about the rest later. But go ahead, Shasky. I know you uh, just to say. you know I'm looking at I'm looking at what Brock Purdy's done this year, and it's 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 spectacular. And right now you're looking at if he doesn't play another game, he's played 13. If he doesn't play another game, you're looking at a top 10 individual quarterback season in Niner history. If he doesn't play another game. Like I think that's what people need to stop and and like appreciate. He's already been more efficient and better than Jimmy G's 2019, which was a great year. Right. Like like you guys, we can argue about how great you know Jimmy was in the playoffs. The season was a great season. But it ain't already, this. it's not this. No, Purdy's already been more efficient and more dynamic and more explosive than him. You're looking at a guy who is on pace to have the greatest individual 49er. Passing season ever. A 116 quarterback rating. Now, when I was young, Montana, this quarterback rating thing, that's what everyone hung to. Like, oh, look right. at the efficiency, the data, look at what he's doing and all that. He's going to have touchdowns, and the touchdown to interception ratio is incredible. Yards per attempt, he's going to have yards, completion percentage. Pick the metric of how you look at The only thing he's going to fall short of 
is fourth quarter comebacks and game winning drives because he puts teams away in three quarters. That's uh, the only thing that he's not going to have when it comes to the merits. Uh, let me ask you, how good does it feel when you're at Levi Stadium, as you were yesterday, and you're leaving that stadium and you're going to the car, whether it's with your nephews or your wife, and just walking out the stadium knowing that got a quarterback. They, they win going away. Right. Like, think it, about that. It's the like, best. It, it's the best, right? We talk quarterback for every single offseason since I've been here at 95-70 game. You and I have talked incessantly about the Niners quarterback situation in the offseason. Last year was no difference with the Trey situation and Brock Purdy coming back from Tori ECO. But just how good does it feel? And I don't know how the season's going to end up. But it just feels good. And there's something soothing about knowing, damn it, we have a quarterback. 2011 is one of those seasons, because it came out of nowhere, that I'll never forget. Yep. I'll never forget it. The defense was unreal. Frank Gore was great. Harbaugh. Alex had a great year after we really throw him out. Like, it was a great year. Great year. Monte, I could go to the bathroom when we were on offense, and right. we I wouldn't miss anything. Right. I wouldn't miss anything. If I go to the restroom, if I go to the concession stands, I am guaranteed to miss one explosive play. Dude. And I'm going to look up and go, what happened? What I miss? And I'm running to watch one of the jumbo screens so I can find out what I miss. If you turn your head for a second, you miss a 72-yard run, a 50-yard ball. I literally try to get through YouTube multi-view to get the Niners game up. And I'm thinking, what did I miss? And I run to the iPad to put it on the Hulu so I wouldn't see the play on the screen. And you miss a 70-plus yard run by McCaffrey on the first play of the game. It gives me all the elements of that elite defense that we had in 2011 with the explosiveness of my favorite Niners teams from the 90s and 80s that I ever loved. Again, I don't know what it ends up. But right now, this is one of the best Niner teams I've ever seen. They got to go finish it. God, they're awesome. Enjoy it, Niner fans. Injury report. It's time for the injury report. It really hurts. Brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. All right, quickly, Niners had a few guys banged up in yesterday's win. Charverius War, a cornerback, suffered a groin injury early in the first half, did not return. Defense tackle Javon Hargraves was dealing with a hamstring injury. You got to get him right because he was solid uh, when he was playing yesterday. Linebacker Oren Burks was having issues with his knee, and Drake Greelaw had a hip injury. Of those four, only Greelaw made it back into the game, so you got to get healthy. You don't want to falter here in December with some injuries here. You got to stay healthy and keep that number one seed afloat. We'll keep, continue to talk about that, this offense, Brock Purdy, and your phone calls. 888-957-9570, the injury report brought to you by Boxer and Gerson. Where's Hillary at now? They're losing 3 nothing to the Vikings. That may have been the worst football game the NFL has ever produced in 40 years. Oh, my God. 3 nothing. <laughs> oh, Give everybody a refund back who attended Legion Stadium. Pay for their flights for crying out loud. Injury report brought to you by Boxer Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. What's coming up on the game? Sponsored by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. Your phone calls, 888-957-9570. Niners roll yesterday. They're now in first place in the NFC. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.